What's going on, people? It's y'all boy, Kelechi, back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How y'all doing? How's your week been going? My week has been going pretty decent, pretty decent. It's been enjoyable, it's been enjoyable. But thank y'all for joining me today. Thank y'all for checking out all these podcasts. I appreciate y'all stopping by. If this is your first time around these parts, thank you so much. Hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. So we can keep this thing rocking and you can rock along with us. Share this with somebody you love, share this with somebody you know, share this with somebody who you believe can learn a thing or two from these podcasts. We're going to keep growing this thing. Live a review on the podcast. Try and give me that five stars, five stars, five stars on any of the podcast apps that you listen to this thing on. And just leave a review on what you think about the podcast so I can keep improving it. But let's jump right into the topics today. I got a good amount of things to talk about today. And we're going to start off with the hot news, the one that's just coming up the presser. Man, our president, El Presidente, our commander in tweets, President Trump, he's back at it. He's back at it. He's doing what he knows how to do, and that is how to get in trouble. Dog, President <laughs> President Trump, I don't think the dude can help himself, in all honesty. I, I really don't believe that this dude can help himself with the stuff that he does. We aren't even done with all the investigation that's still going on with the 2016 uh, elections, how it's alleged that he got uh, Russia to intervene in the election in one way, shape, or form, which it has been proven that Russia was involved in the elections, but it hasn't been proven if Trump was part of that whole system and part of that whole thing. There's some links there. There have been multiple court cases, multiple different things that have been going on. That case, dust hasn't even settled on that case. It's still going on. They're still trying to figure out what exactly happened then and all that stuff it's still going on and president trump he can't help himself it's like that criminal you know how like in the movies you see it it's like they rob a bank and then the key the the main guy says yo everybody just lay low keep this money on you for this period of time just lay low a little bit and when it's time then you can spend this money but for the next couple months i just need all y'all to live life like it is And there's always that one guy in the crew. There's always that one dude that decides, you know what? I know the CIA is watching me. I know the FBI is watching me. But I'm about to drop $30,000 on a brand new car. I'm about to drop 50 k on this brand new Lexus or this brand new Mustang or whatever it is. Man, I need to think of some more fancy cars. This brand new Rolls Royce or these brand new Lamborghini or whatever. And then it it ends up being the thing that causes the whole thing to fall apart. Where everybody else is like, dog, we told you to just lay low. Just stay low for a couple months so they stop snooping around us. And then we can spend this money. But no, you have to go out there and spend all that stuff. That's exactly what President Trump did. (laughs) Instead of laying low. Laying low and just stay firing and keeping at it. But we all know he's a commander in tweets. My guy doesn't feel like anything can ever hurt him. I mean, I really believe that in Trump's head, in Trump's mind, that he really thinks that there's no such thing as illegal to him. I truly believe that for him, he believes that it's either you have enough power or enough money to get out of any situation you want. But anyway, let me get right into what the situation is. So, two senior administrators, officials told the Times, the New York Times... That Mr. Trump offered, uh, ordered the suspension of about $391 million 
in military help for Ukraine shortly after a July phone call. This was when the new Ukrainian president was elected to office. He ordered them to hold $391 million in military assistance until they investigated Joe Biden. If that doesn't make any sense to you, that basically means President Trump bribed the Ukrainian government to investigate Joe Biden and his son. So the reason why they're uh, he even wanted that whole thing so that there can be a scandal about that whole situation is Biden's son is on the board of one of the oil companies that kind of got into trouble in Ukraine and somehow they were able to skirt around some some laws or something like that and so but the government never really like uh, sought after them or chased after them in that direct manner so Trump was like was basically like holding hostage holding Ukraine the Ukrainian government which they have insurgency problems that's going on in Ukraine right now they need help to be able to counteract those things to be able to fight back those insurgents that's coming against their government those rebels that's fighting against their government and Trump is basically holding that aid from them he's keeping it from them until they had until they did what he wanted it to do which is basically a bribe it's a bribe when you say if you do this thing for me i will give you this thing or here's a little little bit of extra and then you can if you can do this thing for me i'll give you a little bit of extra money basically trump has come out he said he didn't do no such thing but here's the key part and this is why i said what i said when i said that trump really believes that there's no thing as illegal the reason he he denied the claim however he said there would be nothing wrong if he had done something like that and so that set off alarms in so many different people's heads like oh hold on a second hold on what do you mean there'll be no problem even if you did that that's not that's not something you can do and plus it's not something you should say as the president as the leader of the free war that's not something you need to say so the uh transcripts were were, were released uh i think today so, uh, parts of the transcript we're not going to get the whole thing there's no way they're going to release the whole transcript of the phone call between president trump and the ukrainian president they're not going to release that whole thing but after uh nancy pelosi pelosi saw part of that she's been holding off on there have been a, a lot of calls on people saying President Trump needs to be impeached. We need to impeach President Trump. But there's been no solid proof, no solid evidence to show that President Trump can be uh, impeached or anything like that. Because impeachment is not just something that you just do all willy-nilly just because you don't agree with somebody or you think somebody is too extreme. You can't just do that. But you need something solid. You need solid proof to be able to impeach somebody. And this is like, it's almost a smoking gun in, in all essence. It's almost like they caught him red-handed. Even though in the transcript, there was nothing specific in it that can say that, oh, he actually did this thing. But it's enough to where Nancy Pelosi was like, yo, we have to begin and open an, an investigation into whether we need to impeach him or not. And so they just started the whole impeachment thing for, for, the, for the president. So... We're going to be seeing a whole lot to do with this over the next couple of weeks. We're already seeing some of it. We're already seeing parts of it. But we're going to be seeing more and more of these things come out. And it's just it's just crazy to think how how we've got, gotten to this point. And it's just like, I guess it was bound to happen at some point. He was eventually going to shoot himself in the, in the foot. I mean, I call him commander in tweets because my guy just doesn't know how to chill. There is no bone in Trump's body where he just chills. And I doubt he's going to go down without a fight. Somebody is going to take the fall for this. Just like with the whole situation with 
the elections Cohen took took the fall for it there's gonna be a fall guy that's gonna be the one that's gonna be like oh you know what I actually did that and somebody's gonna take the fall for it no it, Trump I don't I I don't personally believe that he's gonna get impeached especially this close to the elections I doubt he's gonna get impeached but yeah it's just it's just uh it's just interesting you know it's just crazy to think about where we are right now as far as this whole situation has been we this has been a rocky four years the whole four years the whole four four-year period that he's been in office has been just questionable every decision he's made has been questionable and it's just like it just keeps getting worse and worse it feels like but you know moving on from dreary news and politics which politics always feels like it's dreary news there's no like oh you know this person is doing this thing and it's a good thing and i don't know it's always negative stuff in politics moving on to some business stuff and amazon finally has a competitor in a way, in a sense, Amazon finally has a competitor in the sense of helping retailers to be able to challenge Amazon in their e-commerce. And that competitor, it has to be somebody big enough to go blow for blow with them. And it's Microsoft. So Microsoft released on Monday a new platform to help retailers handle their online platform. And they're calling it Dynamics 365 Commerce. You know, 365 is like Microsoft's favorite thing. You got Office 365, Microsoft 365. They just want to, they're like, we're here, here around for you. We'll always be there to support you. But anyway, the product helps uh, brands to create detailed, personalized product web pages with room for customer ratings and reviews. And basically, it will also inter integrate it with other Microsoft services, you know, Office like I just said, Office 365, the Microsoft Word, Microsoft uh, PowerPoint, all that stuff, Microsoft Outlook. It's going to integrate itself into all those things so you can see your sales performance, view charts, purchases, stuff like that. You can have easy access with Excel where you can create those charts, create those things. It will be linked up together so it's easier to uh, to create those, those things that businesses need to show off like, oh, we're improving in this area. We're not selling as much jeans as we need to. We're selling a low bunch of shirt, all that kind of stuff that retailers need and i'm just using the shirt and pants market as an example but the first time that a company actually is going blow to blow with amazon well there has been other companies like shopify if you don't know what shopify is airbnb uses shopify for its online service so every time you go to the checkout page shopify powers it a lot of stores a lot of small startup stores use uh, shopify because they're easily accessible one shopify does a lot of the back end stuff for them and so now uh, Microsoft is diving into this market to help fight, uh, uh, help these retailers fight. So some of the big names that is joining up with Microsoft is Walmart, Kroger and Walgreens. All these shop stores are all trying to fight against Amazon and their e-commerce powers. So they're joining with Microsoft, which has the database and the the cloud space and the cloud services to offer to them and it's big enough to where they it can actually support them and they don't have to keep giving money to amazon which in case you don't know one of the biggest services that amazon has is not the actual shopping experience it's not the actual online experience is their amazon web web services which the, if you look everywhere most companies the cia uses it I believe Twitter uses it. I believe Netflix is, also uses it. It's their cloud storage service. It's so big. And so a lot of companies end up like buying, uh, like direct competitors in the retail space, space, end up buying from them and having to use their, um, 
their 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 cloud services and basically they're going against them in retail and they're paying and giving them more money which amazon on the other side can turn around and lowball prices give all kinds of discount and then put businesses out so a lot of companies that's why walmart doesn't use it that's why kroger doesn't use it that's why walgreens doesn't use it because they want to challenge amazon they don't want to keep giving them money to be able to lowball their prices and kind of kill them off so microsoft's azure cloud business is a big part of why companies are going with them is a big part of why big companies like walmart and such are going with microsoft to help them fight against amazon in the e-commerce space so it's pretty good news to see that we're having more competition in that space we don't want amazon we don't like any one company to have a domination in the whole thing so it's good that microsoft is offering this service even though they are coming into a a slightly it's kind of getting more and more cloud uh, crowded over the days with things like i uh, talked about earlier with shopify and stuff like that but it is a good thing competition is always good monopolization is never good moving on from microsoft and amazon we're gonna move right into bitcoin for all what is it 30 of y'all that trade in bitcoin or try to use bitcoin which actually i should stop saying that because bitcoin is getting bigger bitcoin finally got a big cosign like some a company finally co-signed bitcoin and it's showing that bitcoin is starting to go mainstream is starting to be more accepted by banking institutions and such so the new york stock exchange yes the big one the big name uh, is launching a bitcoin futures market now why this is important is first of all i probably have to explain what futures are so futures is a way to avoid the volatility of a market so let's say I'm selling a bag of corn and you want to buy that bag of corn, but the corn market is always going up and down, up and down. There's not like a good period in time where it's like, okay, we can always know like around June, the price is going to be about this high and around May, it's going to be really low or something like that. It's always going up and down, up and down, up and down, that kind of thing. So futures is a way that you and I can agree that we will I will sell you this bag of coin for this price because it should be worth this much at this certain date and I won't be taking a big loss and you won't be taking a big loss it's a way to have a win-win situation where you're not buying something super high where I'm making all the profit and you're not buying something for me that's super low or the corn from super low where I'm losing so much money it's a way for us to come to a term it's a way for us to come to a uh, come to a balanced agreement and to say this is what we're going to buy and we can do that using a future agreement so bitcoin is getting that kind of support which is major because one of the biggest thing and why, why i said the 20 or 30 of y'all that's into bitcoin is because a lot of people got kind of destroyed if i if i'll use that term by bitcoin because it exploded at one point it was super high i knew a lot of people who were investing in it but because it is unregulated and there's no real like dynamics as to how to see how it goes up or goes down it dropped all of a sudden overnight where it lost like over nine thousand dollars where one bitcoin was equal to ten thousand dollars one night and then the very next day it was one equals a thousand dollars it was crazy the way it just dropped all of a sudden but now again it's spiking back up so you are seeing more and more institutions trying to get a part of that market because it is a big market a lot of people are getting more and more involved in bitcoin a lot of companies are creating their bitcoin i mean facebook announced libra which is a form of uh cryptocurrency and so we're seeing cryptocurrency becoming more and more and more of a big deal so 
Bitcoin getting this support from the New York Stock Exchange to create a, a futures market is major for them. It really gives them that stamp of approval that they needed in order to keep going, in order to invite more people to feel like, oh, you know what? I can now be a part of this thing because I won't be trading at a loss to myself or I, I can expect that when I do do a trade, I won't be taking a major L. At least I'll know that I'm getting kind of an even killed, a balanced approach. I'm getting a good, decent price where I'm not taking too much of a loss. So it's just important to note about Bitcoin. It's important to keep our eyes on Bitcoin because it is a market that will keep growing. And a side note with that is Wells Fargo just announced its own cryptocurrency. Like I said, it is a market that's growing and it joins a list of a bunch of banks and financial institutions that already have their own cryptocurrency. I believe Bank of America also has a cryptocurrency and some other ones also have cryptocurrency. So it's something that's growing. Also, part of this whole news with cryptocurrency, Binance US launched a digital assets markets marketplace. Binance is a world cryptocurrency trading platform. However, it has not been trading in the US. And Binance is the number one trading, number one cryptocurrency trading platform in the world. And so think about them being able to do that and not being able to do it in the US. And they're finally launching their digital assets market trading place in the US, meaning there's something that they are seeing that the US market is prime for the taking. It's the US market is prime for being able to handle cryptocurrencies and being able to have the doors open for them to be able to make this thing possible. That's why we're seeing all these, with them seeing like, oh, Wells Fargo is getting in on this. Oh, the New York Stock Exchange is getting in on this. This all happening at the same time, I don't believe is a coincidence. There's something that's about to happen in the cryptocurrency marketplace that is going to be huge, that is going to be big. I expect to be seeing a whole lot more news with as far as like cryptocurrency becoming more and more mainstream. It's not something where you just kind of read about and people kind of talk about once in a while, but it's something we're going to be talking about just like we talk about the Dow and the NYSE and the uh, and all these other stock exchange trading market. And we're, we're going to be seeing more of that where we're going to be consistently referring back to Bitcoin because it is an unreg at least right now is an unregulated market, which is also the problem with it. It's the good thing and the bad thing about uh, about Bitcoin. It's unregulated, which means it's good for growth, but it's also bad for growth because it's both ways. It's the good thing about it is the negative thing about it. But moving on from then, let's talk about Apple and Apple is coming back home. So early in the year, because of the tariffs and the trade war, Apple had said that it is very possible that they will have to move the manufacturing and the assembly of the MacBook Pro, which is their new, I said MacBook Pro, that's my bad. The Mac Pro, which is their desktop, their new desktop that starts about, I think at $8,000. They're gonna, because of that high price point, they're gonna have to probably manufacture it in China rather than in the USA, because they're gonna have to import all these parts and importing all those parts. The tariffs are gonna be too high for them. They're not gonna be able to handle it. It's gonna be too high of a margin. They can't swallow that much of a margin unless the government waive some of this tariff on their behalf to assemble it in the US so they can keep jobs going here in on US soil. Well, Trump, President Trump was like, nah, I ain't giving you guys no waves. Either create jobs in the US or we ain't doing none of that. We're doing it. You're doing it my way or the highway because, you know, President Trump is President Trump and that's what he does. But like a chameleon, President Trump changes his mind that often. It's like stepping on the new, it's like a chameleon is walking down the street. It steps on a brown leaf, it changes brown. Steps on a green leaf, it changes green. All that kind of stuff. And President Trump changes his mind that often. So recently, over the weekend, it was announced that 
the federal government was going to allow Apple have a waiver in order to import the parts it needs to start assembly assembling the Mac the Mac Pro. So it's just interesting to know that this is how and this is just a sign of how companies are going to have to deal with President Trump's era with all the trade war with all the tariffs that they're going to have to deal with. This is a sign of how companies are going to have to deal with that. It's either it's it's always going to be back and forth, not really back and forth, but it's going to be like threatening him with like we're going to take these jobs away because a key point to note is uh, Apple has been assembling the MacBook, the Mac Pro, not the MacBook. My gosh, the Mac Pro in the US since 2013 and it creates over I believe 2 million jobs. And so taking that product away from the u.s is way too much of a thing to do it's a lot of people losing jobs a lot of factories one well one factory in particular losing job uh losing his job losing jobs and stuff like that so using that as a, a way of a tug of war with president trump is the only way you can get anywhere with it it's something we're going to be seeing more and more with a lot of these big corporations that have assemblies of a lot of their stuff either here in the u.s or in china where they're going to decide how we're going to play this do we want to ship parts over to the u.s and face that tariff on that front or do we want to assembly stuff assemble stuff in china and then ship it over here when it's completely assembled so we don't have to face as much tariffs as we possibly could be facing that's some of the major news or some of the key news that I thought were really interesting. But some other important news that I think will, will, is really showing us where we are, at least as the U.S. economy may show, is the consumer report for September came up, came in recently and it was under expectations. With the oil market and the trade market being so all over the place, we're finally starting to see some of those things. Remember, I've been saying that consumers are the reason why the U.S. hasn't really seen any of the, the effects of the trade war. But after what happened in the oil market, we're starting to see those things. If you notice, oil shot up. I mean, your gas prices shot up. And whenever gas goes up, other stuff is bound to follow or bound to see other prices creep up a little bit just to because if, if companies have to pay more for something, they're going to somehow charge trickle that uh, money down to you, the consumers to pay for it. And so far, the U.S. has been able to evade the effects of the trade war because they've been consumers have been spending really well. And now we're heading into the all important holiday market and people are not spending as they're supposed to. I believe last year, Amazon alone made over like a billion dollars in, in the span of like just the Thanksgiving Black Friday sale weekend. So we're heading into that season, heading into this, this spending season. And if we're not going to be seeing the spending as we should, we're going to be saying, okay, this is this trade war situation is getting worse because we have been able to avoid it so far, but now we're starting to see some of the consequences. So some interesting note, Google says it hit a quantum computing milestone. Its processor called Sycamore solved a problem that would have taken the fastest supercomputer 10,000 years to solve in just 200 seconds. Now, this is a claim by Google and it was a pre-released paper that wasn't supposed to be released yet because it hasn't reviewed, peer-reviewed by other researchers. It was a research paper done by Google. But this would be incredible if we can, if this is actually sub, uh, substantiated and actually true and found to be true that something that would have taken our fastest, best supercomputer in the world uh, 10,000 years to complete that this quantum computer. And if you don't know what comp qu quantum computing is, my Lord, I cannot talk. But if you don't know what quantum computing is, it is just the next step in evolution as far as us 
being able to process more information faster. It will help with AI systems. It will help with all kinds of artificial intelligence stuff of computers being able to think faster, help us so we can go faster, so we can grow faster, we can create stuff faster. And quantum computer is a whole lot to be able to explain, but it's just, just know this. If we can start getting to using quantum computer right now, it needs way too much power. It needs all kinds of stuff where a quantum computer just to be able to be able to work. It needs to be in an isolated room. It needs to be in vacuums. It can't just be used any willy-nilly. It's not like your regular computer. No, it's not that one. It's not even like servers and stuff like that. It's very specialized, but this is the next step that we need to go to. And if we can accomplish this, it means so much as far as the human race is concerned because we can start doing things that we think are impossible right now. We can solve problems that we've never been able to solve. Think about being able to take a computer that can solve the problem of stuff like the common cold, which we still don't know, or cancer or things like that, where it can process information down much faster to give us an adequate solution and aid us to be able to be better than where we are right now. So this is this is a pretty major leap if this claim that Google is saying is true. Now, that doesn't mean that these computers are ready for prime time. It doesn't mean that these computers are ready to solve problems. It just means that these computers are taking the next step in order to get to the point where it can solve those problems. Something interesting that I was reading about is Fitbit, the fitness tracking company, is looking to sell itself. It's one of those things where you can start a business where Fitbit, I believe in 2014, was at the top of the world where everybody had a Fitbit because it was the only way to track fitness easily. It was the only way to buy something you could put on your wrist and it will give you your heart rate, give you your step count, all that kind of stuff, sleep rate, all that good stuff. But over the years, when Apple announced its uh, the first Apple Watch, sales for Fitbit went down. And ever since then, since 2015, when Apple first announced the Apple smartwatch, or the Apple Watch, every, the, every year, Fitbit sales have just been going down. It's just been going down. Fitbit tried to fight back by releasing smartwatches, but they've never been up to par. Everybody who owns an iPhone is going to buy a, a, a Apple Watch, and then most everybody else is gonna look at Fitbit and be like, "Well, I'd rather get something that's like an Apple Watch or a smartwatch that is that can do more for me and is not tied to a specific platform." If you're on an Android device, that's what you're looking for. So, me, for example, I had a Fitbit for a while. It broke after I think over two years, and then it broke, and I was like, "Ah, you know what? I don't want another Fitbit. The next thing I want to get is a smartwatch, which can do more for me." And Fitbit has never been able to get into that market. It's been losing market share year over year over year. So now it's looking for somebody to buy it, and there is a few companies that I'm thinking of. <clears throat> Google, please buy these that can buy these companies up and use some of the um, patents, which. Side note, this is another side note. Some of the biggest reasons companies make acquisitions is not for the product that they make, but because of the patents that they own. The patent, the part, the patent market is major because if a company has a patent where one company needs it to be able to do something small, even if it's just a company can be making the one of the biggest, like, let's say, for example, a car. If a car company is making some crazy car and it's beautiful, it's nice, but they're like a small company, but they have a patent in the company where the engine does something specific that no other car can do. A company will buy that company just for that one patent. So I'm looking at some companies being able to acquire Fitbit for the patents that Fitbit does have because they do have a few things that some companies will be looking at taking so they can acquire the patents that they have. And this, this last note is just something I read and it blows my mind because it's an insect that I completely and utterly hate. No, not mosquito, but something just as bad. Wasps. 
So recently they have discovered that they are mind controlling wasps. As if wasps weren't bad enough. There's a wasp called wasp called Crypt Keeper. Of course, it's a fitting name. And it has the ability to mind control over seven other varieties of wasps. In other words, it can control other wasps to do what it wants. As if wasps were not already bad enough. These things are the worst. At least when a bee stings you, like it stings you and it dies. It like does it as like, I am sacrificing myself for the queen. A wasp just attacks you just to attack you. It doesn't, it just, ah, I hate wasps. And this doesn't make it any better. I hope this isn't true, but you know, it's been scientifically proven, so maybe it is true. And it's just unfortunate, man. It's just really unfortunate. That's all I have for y'all. Stay away from crypt from crypt dwellers or crypt keepers. Stay away from them wasps, man. Especially in summertime. They the worst. They the absolute worst. I'm just glad it's getting cold so they can freeze. They can all just go freeze for all I care. They can freeze outside. It ain't cold yet though. But anyway, that's all I got for y'all. I hope y'all have enjoyed this. I hope y'all took something away from this. Hopefully this news with President Trump and all this stuff, uh, we'll just, we just keep trekking, take it a day at a time. But y'all have a great one. Leave a review for this podcast and share it with somebody. Let somebody know what you're uh, learning about and leave a review. Give me them five stars on any other platform that you're listening to this podcast on. Thank y'all once again for listening. It's been your boy Kalechi. Thank you for listening to Rambling Mind one more time. God bless y'all and peace.